Hello, and welcome back to the What Manifestor podcast. I'm your host, Katie J, spiritual life coach and manifestation witch. And I'm really excited today to give y'all some updates before we dive into the content of this episode and let you know that I have manifested housing here in the Tahoe area. It's funny because this place is actually the same place that I lived in in summer of 2018 and summer of 2020. So I hit up my old landlady and asked her if her spot was available. She said not until November. That was going to be way too late for me. So I actually ended up going to the coast for a few days to get out of the smoke and when I did, my energy just lit up, right? To have blue skies and see fresh, crisp air was so nice. It was so nice to get out of the smoke here in Tahoe. For those of y'all who don't know, I'm in my van in the Tahoe area. So to live in constant hazardous levels of smoke has not been easy in a van. And I keep wondering, why am I here? Why am I here? And it's because Spirit is asking me to stay in Tahoe for whatever reason. And that's very clear right now. And I needed to take a few days away from the smoke and go to Santa Cruz. And so I did that and realigned and got in a really good vibration. And on the way back, my old landlady, my previous landlady, she's not old, my previous landlady got back to me and said, actually, it'll be available in October. Rent is raised. I raised my rent do you want it? And I said, I'll take it. It was an immediate splenic response. I'm a splenic projector in human design. So that and that immediate yes, no, um, shows up in my, um, spleen area. And it's just like my whole stomach lights up usually. And it's like, yes, it was a very clear. Yes, this is, this is where you need to be right now. Um, I know it. I'm comfortable with it. I started my business in this apartment. I went full time in my business in this apartment. So it's very, it's a very magical cocoon for me. It does not check off all my boxes. It doesn't have a washer dryer and it doesn't have a bathtub, but it's month to month. So if something were to happen and I manifest a place that does check off all those boxes, then I can have it. Then I can easily move out and and make that happen and plan that in advance. And what I'm just getting right now, as far as guidance from the universe and from spirit, is just that this is exactly where I need to be. This is exactly where I need to be, that the other place was not a good fit for me. And even though I thought it was, my ego thought it was, it was like, yes, it was so easy and fast. And it came immediately as soon as I put the intention out there to have a two bedroom home with a bathtub (laughs) and it came and it was presented and, and the universe is saying to me, that's for somebody else. That's somebody else's manifestation. I have something even better for you. So this is where I'm supposed to be right now is here in the Tahoe area, which I'm really stoked about indefinitely, gonna have an apartment, gonna get a ski pass, gonna ski my ass off this season. It's gonna be a really big winter. That's what we're all manifesting. I would appreciate your energy towards that because when we have big winters, we have fewer wildfires and less smoke and damage and destruction and all that good stuff. So, or not good stuff, all that stuff. (laughs) Okay, so that's a big update is that I manifested a place to live outside of the van. And I'm going to keep the van. I'm going to continue to use it um, as my primary mode of transportation, which is not ideal. I'm thinking about getting an e-bike. I'm going to see how, how that feels. And 
just trust that I'm exactly where I need to be. Another thing that I want to share with you all right now, I have this candle burning. I got it when I was in Santa Cruz. At the, I just randomly found perfect parking right by the coffee shop that I wanted. And it happened to be, the parking happened to be right parked in front of the spiritual store of Santa Cruz. I'm blanking on the name right now. I think it's called Serpent's Kiss, something like that. Um, but they are, you know, metaphysical witchy store in Santa Cruz. So I found this candle and I've been using it in my manifestation practices. I used, I burned it during breath work, set a really clear intention to release any fear, to release any doubt, to release any resistance around the housing situation. So the breath work session that I burned this candle in was a really powerful session where Adrian, Adrian Rivera, um, attuned me to a $10,000 month. So I started off at $5,000. We moved up to $7,500 and then we moved up to $10,000 a month in that breathwork session. And the point of that is to call in that level of abundance and feel worthy of that level of abundance on a consistent basis so that I can afford the type of place that I want to live in here in the Tahoe area where it's not cheap. When it's a tourist town and most of the houses are taken up by second homeowners, there's housing is scarce in this physical reality. But that's the whole point of manifestation is that we don't go off of this physical reality. We create our own. So this candle that's burning, the intention is I invite the pure divine energy to cleanse my mind, body, and spirit. May it fill me with clear light that I may shine out into the world. So my intention with this candle is really to be used as a conduit to cleanse out any of the doubts and fears and resistance that I have towards living my best life so that I can then be a, a light in the world so that I can then be supported so I can have Wi-Fi so that I can serve my community in a way that feels really good so that I can host breath work in person and, and actually have a space to do that. So all of that was my intention when I lit this candle and breathwork last Wednesday. I'm now recording this on a Saturday. So that was two Wednesdays ago, I think. It was whenever the last time I did breathwork with Adrian. And then I went to Santa Cruz and then I found out about this housing situation opening up. And then... I lit this candle during my massage last night. It was a 90-minute massage, and while my massage therapist was working on my body, I imagined that the doubts and the fears and the limiting beliefs and the resistance were being worked out of my fascial tissue, worked out of my muscles, worked out of my energetic body, and that he was just releasing, releasing, releasing this darkness, this heaviness, this shadow from my physical body as he was working into the kinks and the knots and all of the different areas. And I kid you not, this morning, I wake up to a text from one of my retreat clients who tells me that she wants to pay in full for her retreat in May 2022. So she said, send me the invoice. I sent it to her this morning. She paid it this morning, which makes this month a 10K month. I was like, holy shit, that breathwork with Adrian really, really, really I mean, that was just the, the, the beginning, right? And everything that I've done since then, the continuously putting myself in a place that feels good, taking the trip to Santa Cruz, all of that was the manifestation process, is the manifestation process, which is why I wanted to share this with y'all. 
so that you have this going forward, so that you can see an example of what I do, which may not work for you. And this may be different the next time I try to manifest something, right? But I'm just feeling into what feels good. It felt good to find this parking spot. It felt good to buy this candle. It felt good to get to receive breath work. It felt good to get a massage. I'm prioritizing things that feel good and ended up hitting a 10K month, which is just, you know, it's what everyone in the coaching industry wants. And that's not why I want it. I want it because it means that I can step into the version of myself who's able to invest at that level, who's able to save at that level, who's able to outsource at that level. And that means when I get to outsource, that means that I have more free time to do whatever the hell I want to do, which to me sounds like financial freedom, sounds like time freedom, sounds like what it is that I want for my life, which is like more time to do what I want to do and be financially supported in that process. So that's why I want 10K months. And I'm really stoked on it. I'm really stoked on being calibrated to this level and now I'm like oh it just gets to be like this going forward in the past when I hit my 10k month back in April of 2021 my first 10k month back in April I was like great I don't think I can do this again (laughs) that was my belief at the time and now I'm like fuck yeah I'm gonna do this again like there's no other way at this point I need this level of abundance at this point to cover the cost of living in a resort town, in a tourist town, in a place that is pricier than living in other places. I'm not saying it's expensive. I'm saying it costs more to live in the Lake Tahoe area than it does to live in Austin or Houston or anywhere else in the country. (laughs) California typically costs a little bit more, um, than a lot of places. And I'm willing to pay that, right? I'm willing to pay whatever it takes to live this close to this much nature and beauty. If you've never been to the Sierra Nevada mountains, holy shit, you're in for a treat. One day I'm going to host a retreat out here and I will definitely let y'all know when that is. So this story is going really long. We're already 11 minutes in. Okay, let's move into announcements. (laughs) So two spots for ease retreat remain. We're at half capacity. It's May 2022. It's the 15th through the 21st. And I have payment plans available. You can stretch your payment plan out from the time it starts to May. So the earlier you sign up, the more you can stretch your payment plans out. I have two spots left. Spiritual Women's Retreat, Sedona, Arizona, Send me a DM on Instagram if you're interested or send me an email if you don't have Instagram, katie, K-A-T-I-E, at womanifestor.com. I also have two spots of private coaching available. I do have two interest calls booked next week, but who knows? Sometimes it's not a good fit and that's okay. I am making this announcement because there is somebody listening to this right now, maybe it's you who desires to leave a really big impact in this world, who has healing powers and gifts, but who also has a little bit of self-sabotage and limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome and is delaying getting started, delaying getting started, delaying getting started on your spiritual business. And I'm here to tell you that now is the time. The world needs what you have to offer. And 
these are the type of people, you are the type of person who I love to work with and who I love to support in shifting or launching or scaling your entrepreneurial business. So if you feel called towards a container of support, both privately in one-on-one coaching with me and with monthly gatherings of all of my current and past clients all being coached right there on the call and hearing from other spiritual entrepreneurs in their journey, which is an ongoing offering even after our contract ends, if you're feeling called towards that level of support and accountability and community, then send me a DM on Instagram at womanifester or an email, katie at womanifester.com. The last thing I'm going to say as far as announcements goes is that I am now offering community breathwork every single Sunday whoop, whoop, for the foreseeable future. It's August right now, and I don't see me skipping a week probably until October because my birthday is in October and I'm turning 30, dirty 30, baby. And of course, during the holidays, I'll probably skip a few Sundays here and there. But other than that, we're going to be doing it every Sunday. So head on over to womanifester.com forward slash breathwork to hop on that that email list and stay in the loop on how to save your spot. It's $22.22 unless it's your first time, in which case you get in for free. And if you want to get in for free and you it's your first time, then send me a DM on Instagram at womanifester or email me katie at womanifester.com. If you don't know what breathwork is and what it's for, head on over to my website, womanifester.com forward slash breathwork, and you can read all about it. Read the FAQs. I've created some FAQ videos in there. I've made it really easy for you to learn more about how breathwork can help you in the manifestation process and the healing process, self-healing process, and the trauma release process. I use it with my clients. I'm continuously growing my knowledge of trauma and its release and healing. And I'm really enjoying incorporating that into community breathwork as well. So again, if you are interested in joining that, send me a DM on Instagram. You might be noticing a theme. If you ever want to reach me, (laughs) then send me a DM on Instagram. That is the fastest way to reach me. And then if you don't have an Instagram, email. Okay, we're 15 minutes in. And now we're going to get started with the content of this episode, which is all about, I've been gathering y'all's questions from Instagram, asking you um, what, what it is that you are wondering about, struggling with, what your questions are around spiritual entrepreneurship and around money. So our questions today, I'm just going to go one by one with the questions and break them down with my responses. We have four questions total. And the first question is around staying aligned with nature while running an online business. So here is what Emma has asked me. And Emma is a frequent breath worker with me. And I always love holding space for her. She always shows so much love, gives so much love in that space. So thank you, Emma, for this question. She said, what else? I'd love to hear about your experience, and I bet others would too, is to how you stay mentally aligned with your physical life while also running an online business, if that question makes sense. It does make sense. (laughs) 
<laughs> it feels very hard for me to want to show up online in any form while staying connected to the earth and my true nature. I'd love to hear about your experience with this IG slash online business as someone who clearly resonates with being one with the earth. Oh, thank you. And I do. I resonate with being one with the earth. I prioritize being one with the earth. It's why I'm living in a van. (laughs) But let's talk about staying aligned with nature, with our nature while running an online business, especially one through Instagram where the app is literally designed to suck you in. So the first thing that I'll say is listen to your needs and honor them. Really, really, really listen to your needs and honor them. When I decided to do that, all sorts of limiting beliefs came up around, well, if I don't show up online, then I can't sign clients. If I'm not active on Instagram, then I can't sign clients. And all these, you know, beliefs started popping up around me needing to honor my space or my need to have space away from the app. And that leads me to the next point, which is I needed to create a new belief around what it meant to be a a spiritual, earthy, online entrepreneur. So instead of having the belief that I had to always show up, that I had to always be posting or always being live or da-da-da in order to sign clients, in order to have a difference in my business, I needed to rework that belief and I changed it to when I take time away from work, I come back and everything is exactly where I left it. People are still waiting to hear from me. People are still excited. I don't have to apologize for leaving or for not posting for a week or two weeks or anything like that. I can just take time away. And then when I come back, everything will be the same. And what I ended up finding was, and it was probably just because I wasn't checking it all the time, but when I would come back from taking time off away from the app, I would find that my following went up. Um, people were discovering my work just organically and liking it and commenting. And I had all these things to respond to in DMs. And the reason for that is, A, I created the belief that, you know, I get to take time away. And I was starting to realize that that time away actually meant didn't mean that my business wasn't growing or working on my behalf. Actually, the app, Instagram, was still pushing my content out to people that they thought would like it. Um, Even though it was stuff I posted weeks or months before, I still get likes on certain posts from a year ago, right? Because Instagram is pushing, well, maybe not a year ago, that's a little dramatic, maybe a few months ago, because Instagram is constantly pushing stuff that people have really resonated with on my page to other people who might be interested in that stuff. So I created a whole, now I have the belief that every time I take time away, my business grows. People will still find me, people, and I've, I've actually found that when I do take time away, I come back and I check my schedule for the next week just to make sure I have everything straight. And then I'm like, wait, there's an interest call. Someone just booked an interest call with me while I was vacationing. That's amazing. So reworking your belief around what it takes to be an online entrepreneur will free up your energetic space to to a allow the universe to work on your behalf and then b to creatively download your next action steps while you're away playing in nature so i'm now offering client circles which are monthly gatherings for all of my present and past clients women circles and retreat ladies and everybody just 
vibes off of each other. And I love, love, love to get to, to get all of these powerful witches in a room and have them all learn from one another and learn from me coaching them through the manifestation process. So anywho, side note, one of my clients, Adri, she was telling me about, she was telling us about how every time she has this belief that every time she gets in the pool, she has a pool in her backyard because she lives in Southern California. Every time she gets in the pool, she signs a new client. Every time she gets in the pool, she makes money. And she said, that's been what happens every single time, right? She's, she created the belief around it. And then she started seeing the example. I mean, she started seeing it reflected back to her. And then she now has this as an expectation. And, and the universe has no other option but to respond to her. The universe is always responding to you and what you believe you can have. So my entire business is not online. It's what I would say it's in the ether. Online is underneath the umbrella of the ether, but the ether encompasses everything that we see and experience in this lifetime and beyond. I would also say that my business is in God's hands. The creative intelligence of the universe is working through me and my business. So I don't need to always be online to make money. I don't need to do anything that I don't want to do online to make money. In fact, I'm in the process of transitioning. Oh, I don't want to say transitioning. I'm still going to be online, but offering some more local options here in the Tahoe area. Local events, local healings, local coaching, maybe some mini retreats, that kind of thing here in Tahoe. So know that you don't even need to have an online business to have a thriving business. Of course, it's helpful and we can reach a wider audience online than we can in person, but it doesn't mean that you can't be fully sustained and fully thriving on a completely in-person, word-of-mouth, healing, coaching, lightworking business. I hope that answers your question, Emma. Next question is from Madeline, who, by the way, used to be or still is one of my sorority sisters from college. So shout out to the Kappa Deltas of the world. (laughs) Thank you for submitting this question, Madeline. So the question is, I think my main questions are in connection to spiritual entrepreneurship and organized slash traditional religion and their intersection. It seems like your business is really direct about helping people connect to themselves on a deep spiritual level. Do you ever find that clients have religious beliefs that conflict with your teaching? Or are you consistently attracting a spiritual but but not religious client? Or... Do you separate the two things entirely and they don't interact? I don't know. That is, I don't know. Everyone says, I don't know if that's a coherent coherent question. It all is super coherent. Y'all are wonderful. Thank you. I'm just interested in the role of religious beliefs in a business that is about healing at such a foundational level. Okay, let's dive into this. So the way that I like to think about spirituality and religion is like a square and a rectangle. Technically, a rectangle, or sorry, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square, right? So spirituality, religion is spirituality. (laughs) Religion is spirituality. It's just a particular path that that person or group religion 
has decided is the only path, whereas spirituality says there are many paths. And in fact, there are as many paths as there are souls and bodies right now. Everyone has a slightly different path in some way. So I have worked with religious women. I have worked with spiritual women. I have worked with atheist women. I have worked with agnostic women. I have worked with people who like really push back about the spirituality, but really want to like want to explore it and want to see why it's working for everybody else and wants to get it to work for them in some way that they can actually get their energy behind. So I have a wide variety of people on the spectrum of religious and spiritual, but it's my belief. And I look at all of my clients and all people this way. It's my belief that we are all spiritual beings and to say, oh, I'm spiritual really just says I am actively engaging in spiritual practices on a regular basis. <laughs> at least that's what it means to me, right? I have spiritual intentions. I'm, I'm intentionally working on behalf of the larger good of the universe, the larger creation and intention behind the universe. I am one with the universe. I am working with the universe. I am co-creating with the universe. I am literally the universe inside of my body in a human form for this lifetime. So that is my, and, and that's how I am and that's how you are. That is how everybody is. We are all spiritual beings. So I see everyone as spiritual. <laughs> I see everyone as spiritual. It's just a matter of whether or not they identify as such, or they are actually investigating and living in that way. The last thing that I'll say about this is that I always trust that spirit is bringing people to me at exactly the right place in time for them. And when they are, meaning when they are ready for what it is that I have to offer and my perspective on all of this, meaning this lifetime and time space reality. So whether that person is, whether that new client is religious or spiritual or whatever, that doesn't get in the way of me being able to hold a loving container for them, for them to be able to get results from the manifestation cycle as I teach it. I mean, it's really just a step-by-step thing that you can apply to anything that you're calling in. So it doesn't matter what your understanding is of the world and of spirit and God and all that stuff. Usually I find that after people work with me for six months, six to nine months, usually they start to have a deeper understanding of their spiritual purpose and their spiritual connection and the truth behind their potential and how to access it and they have the the proof to really see how their life has changed and how by believing in themselves in angels or community or ancestors or god or universe to support them on their journey they are actually co-creating with these things, with these entities. And I found that over the course of working with people, they've become more spiritual. And I've, it's funny because a lot of the religious women that I work with end up becoming way more woo, but still 
in their religion, which I love. I think that we describe woo-woo all the time and people are forgetting that religion is the number one woo, right? It's not only woo, it's woo-woo on a massive scale, right? It's woo-woo in communities and gatherings and large numbers of people. Like that is really (laughs) woo-woo. So anywho, I use that term lovingly because I would describe myself as such too, but I'm wanting to remind y'all that there's not that big of a difference between religion and spirituality. It's just that spirituality is You could say that spirituality is the journey. So if you're going on a road trip, spirituality is the journey from where you are to where you're going, which ironically, most road trips end where they started. And it's, they always say it's not about the destination. You, know, you go on vacation and you have this amazing experience, this amazing journey, this amazing adventure, this amazing trip. And then you come back and you're exactly where you started. And that's spirituality. It's the, it's the experience, the journey, the lifetime, your quality of life. And religion, I would say, when you're using this journey analogy, is the re- religion is the the vehicle that you take. So some people are like, I really want to take a Subaru and a Subaru is the best. So they always take a Subaru on their road trips. Whereas someone else is saying, no, it's better to travel in a van. And the van is the only way to go on this journey. So you're still on the journey. You're still adventuring through life, but you're on a, you're in a very specific vehicle. Maybe you say, oh no, absolutely not. We have to take this in a Prius. This is the best way to do this journey is in this specific vehicle. So that's how I see religion is that you're basically saying like, this is the only way to access, or this is the best, most effective or whatever way to access God, to access divine intelligence and creative intelligence of the universe. And that's what I mean by God. We can have a whole other conversation about everyone being triggered around the word God. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I have religious trauma too. Okay, on to the second to last question. Question number three is on connecting to an entrepreneurial community. So this is Madeline's second question. I am also curious to know if you have any insight on how to begin forming community with like-minded people before necessarily having a business idea up and running. I tend to love the kinds of people and thinking that this space attracts but don't know how to become meaningfully connected to it if that makes sense it does make sense stop doubting y'all selves (laughs) y'all all need to stop doubting yourselves you make sense just ask the question and know that you are heard you are witnessed if I need any clarity I will definitely ask for it but I want to encourage y'all into a space of being more confident in your be more confident in yourself and your ability to speak and and um, use your throat chakra to get your point across clearly. You can trust yourself. It's safe to trust yourself. So, connecting to I think Madeline means an entrepreneurial community, but potentially she means a spiritual community or a self development community. I think this all applies. It just depends on what type of community you're looking for. So the first thing that I'll say is attend events within that community, whether it's retreats, workshops, breathwork journeys on Sunday mornings with me, networking events. People love to be in circles with each other with like-minded people. So women's circles, men's circles, community groups, all sorts of things, all sorts of um, 
coaches and leaders, thought leaders, speakers, authors will hold, they might hold groups or masterminds or um, some sort of live events or online festivals or whatever it is. It's all networking. I see it all as networking. If I go to a spiritual women's gathering here in the local area, which I did, that is a write-off. That is networking, and it is putting myself in a place of people who are interested in the types of things that I'm interested in. So put yourself in those circles, literally. Um, You can also do Facebook groups, following Instagram people who are in the space, clubhouse and quilt. I've never done quilt before, um, but my one of my clients mentioned it and mentioned that she keeps getting clients from it. So going to send y'all to those last two are apps, I believe, clubhouse and quilt. And they're networking apps where you can kind of, um, I can't speak to quilt, but I know for sure in clubhouse, you can jump in to different like chat rooms and listen to people talk and you might be able to be invited into like join the conversation. It's just a really great way to connect with other people in similar spaces. Um, so that's what I would say is that whether it's an entrepreneurial community that you're trying to join or a spiritual one or um, a woo curious one, (laughs) whatever it is, uh, set the intention to call in the opportunity to connect with that with those people, with your people. I've always said to myself, because this is what worked best for me when I moved, um, when I moved from, I moved to California to San Francisco right after college. And then I moved back to Austin And I had such a hard time making friends in San Francisco, partly because I knew I wasn't going to stay there, but also because um, I just wasn't involved in anything outside of work and drinking. So I, when I moved to Austin, I was like, I need to do something that's going to connect me to people that I really like. And I saw a sign at the yoga studio I was going to about a yoga teacher training. And I said, I need to join that. Not necessarily because I wanted to teach yoga, but because I wanted to be around other people who were interested in learning more and diving deeper into this practice that had really, really served me over the years. So I signed up for yoga teacher training and made the best friends of my entire lives, life, (laughs) maybe multiple lifetimes. They know who they are. They're such amazing, inspiring women, witches, healers, lightworkers that are you know, their impact is far beyond the yoga community now and or it always has been, but we all had this one thing in common and our interest in learning more about yogic practices and healing through yoga. So I would say connecting through common interests is another way that you can build community. So thank you so much for that question. My next and last question is also going back to Emma. She had another question, which I absolutely, absolutely love this question. And I've saved it to the end because I think it's really important and a lot of y'all need to hear it. The question is, how do you really know you're ready for spiritual entrepreneurship? And my first, the first thing I want to say is you were born ready. It's the world that taught you otherwise. I'm going to say that again. You were born ready. It's the world that taught you otherwise. If you feel the call towards helping people, towards serving the world through your talents and gifts and healing powers, know that it's time to start 
now. Start anywhere. Start right where you're at, but most importantly, start scared. I had no idea what I was doing when I first got started. I was trying to fly Peruvian textiles and tassels across oceans in order to run a business. That was my first intention was to, what was my first business idea when I said, I know that I don't want to be in this job. I know that I don't want to work for somebody else forever. I've got so many ideas. I've got so much insight. I've got so much clarity coming through me. I mean, you know, you know when you're ready. You know when you're, well, let me say this. You know when you're called. When you feel called towards using your gifts to serve the world and to help the world heal, then you know, okay, I'm telling you right now, trust it. Listen to that inner calling. Another thing I want to say is you'll never fully feel 100% ready. It's so important to start scared. Start scared. Start now. Start wherever you're at. Whatever idea is coming through you, honor it and listen to it because even if it's not what you end up doing for the rest of your life, which is probably unlikely anyway, because my business has morphed and changed and evolved with me and my interests and growth and ideas and education, right? So that first idea that you have is going to teach you something that will help prepare you for maybe the next one or to support someone else in theirs or to be called into this next opportunity, whatever it is, whatever ever you are feeling called towards right now, that has some juicy lesson for you. Listen to that. It's safe to listen to that. And ask for support. I cannot emphasize this enough. I tried for about a year to run a business by myself without any sort of business or spiritual support. And I flopped all over the place. I basically, what happened in that first almost year of business was, uh, I would say it was more like eight to nine months that I tried to launch a business without any sort of guidance. I bought courses, but I couldn't quite seem to get my energy, my belief, my understanding around how to run a business that was unique to me and my needs and my clients' needs from a course. I needed individualized support, which is what I offer now. So I knew I needed that support, and I would encourage you that if you feel called towards being a spiritual entrepreneur, hire a coach. If you can't afford to hire a coach right now or you don't believe you can afford to hire a coach right now, start saving. Start setting aside $50 every single month. Start setting aside $200 every single month until you get to the point where you can afford to hire someone to support you, someone who's done a similar business, someone who has is living a lifestyle that is similar to one that you want to live, someone who inspires you because all of those traits that you see in somebody else that you see in a coach are present in you. And by being in that coach's energy, they will bring it out in you. It's why I continuously work with DL Sharon for business coaching. She kicks my ass and she comes on my retreats. (laughs) And I have continuously rehired my spiritual spiritual mentor, Jen, Jen Whalen of True North Adventures. I will continue to work with her 
indefinitely. (laughs) There have definitely been times of scarcity where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to afford to work with her. And she's been able, she's been really flexible and loving with me and allowing me a flexible payment plan. But now I always pay her in full. I always pay her in full because that feels so good to me to know that my coach is financially supported. That's really important to me. So don't go looking for free coaching. Go looking for a really good coach who can support you in launching a spiritual business aligned with what it is that you need. I am taking clients. <laughs> if it's not me, it's somebody better, right? If it's not me, it's somebody else, someone who's more aligned with you and your needs, and that's okay. That's why I like having conversations with people, both in the DMs and your first call is free if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, so that we can really get to know each other and both to decide if it's a good fit. Because I'm pretty picky as far as who I'll take on as clients, and you should be picky too. There's one other thing I have written down for how do you know you're ready for spiritual entrepreneurship. Um, I wrote down in quotes, I know I don't see myself in this role forever or I know I don't see myself wanting to become my boss. So that was a big shift for me when I realized like uh, in all of my jobs, I don't want to be I don't want to like grow in this company and become that person's role. I don't want that. (laughs) I want something that I'm in control of. I want something that I have. I don't want to say in control of because I'm not in control of my business in the sense that Spirit is working through me and basically directing everything that I do in my business, but I'm in control of what that looks like and I get to decide how much I work and how much I don't work. That's what I mean by in control. So if you are desiring that control of your over your schedule, if you are looking at your boss or any of the industries that you've been in and said, I don't want to be a part of this, and you're still listening to this podcast episode, then you're probably called to be a spiritual entrepreneur like yesterday. The world needs your work. The world needs your light. The world needs you in your power. And it would be an absolute honor to support you in that as your spiritual business slash life coach slash manifestation, which in your phone. Alrighty, that is the end of this episode. I am so appreciative that you took the time to get to the end of this episode. If it was really vibey for you, if you loved any part of this episode, any of the quotes, any of the ideas, any of the questions, if you resonate with it, take a screenshot of you listening and post it to Instagram. Tag me at Womanifester. I really appreciate it when people do that. It helps to amplify the impact of this work. It helps to reach new people, new audiences, and help really raise the vibration of the planet because more people are understanding and called to their highest potential. So thank you for sharing this episode to your Instagram story and tagging me. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. If you're on Apple, you're listening through Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review and a rating, something honest, something that you feel will help to amplify the impact of this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot wait to connect with you. I cannot wait to hold space for you one day in community breathwork or at one of my retreats. And again, if you ever need me, send in, send me a DM on Instagram at Womanifester and I will get back to you usually within 24 hours unless I'm, like I said, out in nature or taking time away from my phone. <laughs> but otherwise, it's me in the inbox and I will chat with you in there. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. And I hope you have a fantastic week.